Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. This is Jared, and I am the Preacher Dad. I blog over at PreacherDad.com on everything from parenting to politics. Try to give you a biblical perspective there. We want to inspire and equip Christians to engage in the culture war and impact the next generation by proclaiming Christ. I am very pleased to be with you here tonight. Uh, It's been a little while since I have done a podcast, and that is simply because we have had a couple of the busiest months of our entire marriage. Uh, The last couple of months here, it's just been absolutely swamped with everything from soccer practice to weddings to uh, (laughs) refrigerators dying to all kinds of crazy stuff happening in our home. But here I am. It's Friday night, deep in the heart of Georgia, where the government can't find me. (laughs) Uh, Trying to hide away, but I want to get you... uh, I want to inspire all of you listeners out there with something that I think is just really important. We are just a couple of days away from Election Day, November 8th. And... um, I want to encourage you to understand the biblical perspective on some of the things that we're approaching here. This election coming up is going to be one of the most important elections in my lifetime. There, there is, I was talking with a friend earlier today about the fact that there is just, (laughs) it's just pivotal, folks. It's just pivotal. It's, It's incredibly important. It seems like every election is more important than the one before, uh, but this election is really important because um, the left would like to just completely reform the entire country. They want to make this nation into something different than it was ever designed to be. And we can't allow that to happen. We have to step up and stand in their way. And I have been a little bit surprised at the attitude of many Christians toward um, being involved in the civic arena or in government or in politics. Many people look at politics as something evil or dirty. Um, It's not. Christians shouldn't be involved in politics. We should focus on just the gospel and loving people. and We should leave politics to the politicians. And that really is an unbiblical viewpoint uh, because... Politics is really the art of making policy, and policies impact our lives. Policies impact our lives, and it's much, much more than just the abortion issue. Most Christians are, uh, I mean, I, I would guess, I would say most Christians are understand the importance of protecting the lives of unborn children and the life of the mother is also forever impacted by abortion. But there is a lot more issues out there than just abortion, things that impact our daily lives, day to day. Uh, You know, if you love your neighbor, you will seek to help him in his life. And one of the ways that we help our neighbor is by reducing inflation. Or we make his we, we give him a free nation in which to live. We don't tax or really we don't steal his private property. We allow him to own his own private property. That's 
loving our neighbor. So the impact of policy is just is very far-reaching, and the the society, the culture in which we live, is being more and more drawn into uh, wicked and evil things. And Christians have a duty to stand up and do something about it. It is wrong. It is sinful for a Christian to stand on the sidelines while their culture is torn apart, while that while evil, wicked people advanced advance ungodly, unrighteous policy. And uh, th- that is wrong for Christians to stand on the sidelines and simply watch that happen. Uh, it would be it, it would be sinful for a Christian to watch a house burn down while the family inside uh, dies screaming for help. It's sinful to stand there and watch that happen. You need to do something. Get a garden hose or something. And I'm telling you that voting is very important. A lot of people would say, oh, my vote just doesn't count. It's only a drop in the bucket. It doesn't really make a difference. And I'm here to tell you that it does make a difference, even more so in an off-year election than it does in a a presidential election, a regular-year election. The off-years, your vote counts even more because there are so many people that just don't do it. They don't get out and vote in an off-year election. Folks, if if you're still on the fence, if you're still wondering what you ought to do, if you registered to vote but you just feel like you're not going to make a difference, I'm here to encourage you to get out there and, and get it done. Go out there and vote biblical values. Vote for the candidates that are going to uphold biblical ideas the best. Uh, you have got to do that. You have got to do that. Because we need everybody on the team. We need everybody out there in the in the battle. If you're standing on the sidelines looking at people get shot and you got a gun sitting right there, you need to grab that gun and get in the fight. Now maybe you're not going to shoot somebody, but maybe you can tend to the wounded or maybe you can feed the hungry. And I'm talking about metaphorically in the battle, in the war that we are all engaged in. If, even if you don't want to be engaged in that cultural battle, it is upon you. And uh, <laughs> I frequently think of <laughs> Lord of the Rings quotes lately, but uh, Aragorn says to the king of Rohan, says, war is upon you whether you would have it or not. So we need to be in the fight. We need to be in the fight, and and that means voting. It's just a basic level of Christian duty, in my opinion. And you know, I want to try to give you a biblical perspective here. I don't want you to just uh, hear whatever I think or my opinion. You know, in the Bible, we have the story of Esther. And Esther was thrust into a position of influence, and her people were in danger. And Mordecai, her cousin, told her, you may have come to the kingdom for just such a time as this. And friends, you and I are part of this nation, and we have been born at this time. And it is, a, it is a, on our shoulders 
to make a difference. We have come to the kingdom for this time. And we don't get to choose when we're born or when we live or the circumstances surrounding us. But we do get to choose whether or not we make a difference, stand up and, uh, and be counted, make our voice heard. And in America, the United States, we make our vo- vo- voice heard by voting for the right people. And, you know, Queen Esther did that. I'm sure glad that Joseph didn't believe that politics was dirty. He was willing to uh, get in there and basically become the prime minister of Egypt and to lead that entire nation. You don't think he had political situations and struggles and, and uh, different people wanting to vie for power and he has to either work with them or defeat them. Joseph, uh, he had to get, his, get into the world of civics and running a country and he did it in a godly way. And that's a good example to us. There are examples all over the Bible of godly people, righteous people, that stepped into the civic arena. I'm glad Daniel didn't think that uh, the only thing he was supposed to do as a good, good Jewish boy was to uh, um, practice the kosher dietary laws and uh, you know seek to minister to widows and orphans. That's, I'm not saying that's wrong to do. I'm just saying Daniel saw a bigger vision there and took the opportunity to become one of the highest rulers in the kingdom of Babylon. You know, talk about cultural degradation. He, he lived in a society that was incredibly wicked, and yet he still participated in the running of that nation. He, he was in the civic arena and was being salt and light in that world. That is the way we are also to live as believers. We need to be salt and light in the world in which we are. Uh, you know, folks, if you are looking for m- uh, more ways to get involved than just voting, uh, I'd encourage you to go to PreacherDad.com and subscribe uh, because for our subscribers, we're going to be providing... Um, I guess maybe an ebook that I just wrote. It's it's very short. I'm not sure you could say it's an ebook, maybe an article about ten ways that you can push back, push back against the tide of evil in our time. Ten ways for regular average people. That's me. I'm I'm an average guy. Uh, ten ways for us to get in the fight, to uh, push back against the the evil of our day, and to support the truth, support the gospel, and. Uh, hopefully save our society. So I really believe that's possible, and I think that we all need to be in there and doing it. So this is my uh, my encouragement to you tonight that you would get that done. Get out there and vote on Tuesday. If you got early voting in your state, go ahead and get out there and get it done. Uh, but you need to make sure that you vote for a candidate that will uphold biblical truth, biblical values. And uh, let me tell you, just because they say they're a Christian or they say they're a preacher, doesn't mean they hold to biblical values. There's a man running for Senate here in the state of Georgia who claims to be a minister of the gospel, and he actually believes things that are untrue and ungodly, believes it's okay, believes that it is acceptable for a woman to murder her child in the womb. And that that is unacceptable 
for the biblical Christian. So anyway, if you're, if you're not getting out there to vote, you need to. You need to get up, get out there, and get it done. And uh, we are going to fight together. We're going to work together. We're going to see, um, hopefully, see a great big red wave sweep all across the country. And that is not the end of the fight, folks. That's just the beginning. Uh, Lord willing, should that happen, it means that we've been able to uh, stop the flood. And uh, the waters will not continue to rise. But we still got to drain the swamp. We still got to... We still got to uh, deal with the water. We still got to f- um, fight back against the tide of evil of our t- of our day, and uh, y- you know, it's it, we we can't we can't sit back on our haunches and just get comfortable. Uh, no matter what happens on Tuesday, we got to stay in that battle. Uh, the Bible says, uh, "Grow not weary in well doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not." So let us not faint. Let us. Let us not grow weary in well-doing. And let me tell you, voting is a, well, a well-done thing. It's a good deed. <laughs> it's a good deed. Well, anyway, God bless you folks. I hope you have a great night. That's all I have for you today. So uh, get out there and uh, let's make a difference. All right. I hope to see you again soon. Remember to head over to PreacherDad.com and subscribe. Give me a comment. Let me know what you think about our uh, podcast today. And hopefully see you next time. Bye-bye.